Holy moly, from healthcare to self-care. What? This is going to be a rock star episode. Uh, we are going to be hearing and speaking to Sarah Thompson, who uh, recently just spoke at our mastermind and absolutely crushed it. So without further ado, welcome. Hi, everybody. How are you? Doing good. How are you, Dave? Ah, you know what? I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. I'm. I'm pretty good. You know, good. Uh, it's. I'm. It's pretty good for a Tuesday. You know, there you not, go. Not bad for a Tuesday. So where we? It looks like we're possibly talking to you in your home office. Is that right? I'm home. Okay. Okay. I'm home. Yeah. No. Okay. So we'll get into um, more stuff later, including <laughs> how you've been so successful. But would you tell us originally, for, for those who are just getting to know you, what brought you to Legendary initially and what were you looking to accomplish? Initially, uh, I wanted to make $500 a month. I said at the mastermind, when my BPA told me I could make $1,000 a week or a day, I was like, well, that's, you know, that's, that's nice of you to say, but that'll never happen for me. You know, like I just wanted to make 500 a month to pay for some vacations to maybe start retirement savings. You know, of course at the time it was 2021. And so groceries weren't so expensive, but that is literally all I was looking for was a way to supplement my income and maybe pay for a few extras. And when was that? I took the course in April of 2021. I got started in May. Okay. May of 2021. So about a little over 18 months, right? If my math's correct, about coming 20. up on two years. Yeah. So what has happened since then? If you could describe <laughs> that in a nutshell. Like life-changing stuff. Um, so I, you know, once I bought the training, I, I went after it hard, you know, like I was not about to lose or about to, you know, only halfway do this. Um, and I had success, you know, fairly quickly. Um, I have a full-time job in healthcare and I honestly never, ever, ever thought I would be interested in leaving that job in healthcare. And then after I was consistently making about a thousand dollars a week, sorry, I shouldn't make income claims. Sorry about that. Consistently okay. making good money. It's okay, uh -huh. we, we'll give a nice big income disclaimer that yeah, it, we're going to be potentially mentioning numbers, and in no way is that a guarantee of income. And uh, most people who buy any course, just like any gym membership, do nothing with it at all. <laughs> so Sarah's telling you how she was successful. So um, that's why the episode will probably be forty-five to <laughs> fifty minutes long because it's not just a one-sentence thing. That's a good enough income disclaimer, I, I think. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry about that. But yeah, like that, what you said, though, sparked me. Like, if y'all bought the training, use it. Like, if you bought the training, take the training. I have so many people of my members who are like, I still haven't done day two. And I'm like, well, then do it. Do it. But anyways, um, so when I started making good money, I realized that this could be something I could replace my income with. And at first, initially, it was going to be like a sacrifice, like, I can quit my job and we can cut a few corners, you know, and I can be a stay at home mom and be more present at home and yada, yada, yada. Of course, my husband, Jay, has always supported me. I could tell him I'm going to start wearing orange every day. And he'd be like, go for it, girl. Do your thing. Um, <laughs> I, he, he, I, I know, Jay. Now <laughs> I can I can I can um, co-sign that. Yeah, he's, he's a very, very supportive guy. And we'll talk maybe a little bit more, get you to talk a little bit more about how your marriage has 
evolved and, yeah. and here in a few minutes, but uh, sure. yeah, he would support you and, and he did support you initially. And Absolutely. He's, he's a rock star. Um, so then I had to stay on with my job because I had to have a few uh, surgeries and I provide health care and health insurance. And so um, those kind of set me back, you know, they got canceled and delayed and whatever. So I really wanted to quit my job last May. Um, didn't end up having surgery till December. Since the mastermind I went to in December and then I had my surgery two weeks later and I've been able to focus on my business. It's gotten crazy. Like stuff, even after you hear people do it that you think could never happen to you, that's happened to me um, purely because of my focus and where my time goes. And I was doing fine with it as a side gig. And I definitely looking back could have done better while I was doing it as a side gig, mm. but doing it like this, not having to go to work um, and, and being able to answer messages for people and be more present and helping people has like, I, I'm making numbers that I really never dreamed possible truthfully, if I'm, if I'm being really honest about it. So I don't want to make any income claims, but things are good. <laughs> things are good. So I want to clarify one thing. Uh, yeah. Did you did you leave the job? My last day is February thirteenth. Oh, I'm so Yay. I'm like so because listen, like I don't tell I don't like a sob story, but like I had a wreck when I was sixteen. I, I broke both of my legs. Um, I, I work in physical therapy, so I'm I'm on concrete floors. I'm lifting people. And like this in the summer and spring, I would come home and and I would just be hurting, you know and and I couldn't do it for 30 more years. I couldn't do healthcare for 30 more years um, yeah. like I was. And so this is like a huge, it's an answered prayer for me. It's like, it's it's just so big for me. And it's still mind blowing that I'm able to do it, honestly. Right. Like I tell people in my lives all the time, there's nothing that separates me from my neighbor across the street other than that I took a training and I did it. Like that, I, I took action instead of just saying, Oh, my legs hurt. I don't know how I'm going to continue in healthcare for 30 years instead of just complaining about it or saying, well, that's what I have to do because that's what I was taught to do. I did something about it. And so quitting my job February 13th through the moon, excited. Thank you. I'm pumped. That deserves a hat throw. Throw it. Ooh, man. <laughs> Golly. I mean, and you know, the cool thing about your journey is, is that you didn't, you haven't quit your, like you still have a job. That's why I, I was like, are you in your home office right now? Because I wanted to be sensitive to the fact that you actually may be in a, a work office somewhere, but this is my zone, which I can't show y'all over here because that's Jay's home office. And he and I have different personalities and that has got to be cleaned up. Like <laughs> he's, he's going to have to do something with that. He might get evicted. I don't know. Oh man, my but, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we we get down and dirty, us fellas, and in he's, all kinds of ways. So I, I mean, just, yeah. You know, I'm looking for like a Pinterest type home office, and he's looking for a a shed, a shed. Yes, <laughs> a football field and a tool shed, right? <laughs> you, know, you know, Jay. Yeah, it. and so so I, again, I think your journey is 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 so cool because. Like I said, you're 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 crushing it right now. Numbers that would change anybody's life, uh, yeah. And not just you. It, it'd be it'd be absolutely uh, transformational for any person. 
uh, on this earth and uh, you still have a job. You're still working. You're, you haven't yet uh, left your job. Uh, quit your job transitioned out i don't know what the 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 you know how you're going to describe mm -hmm. that but um man it just goes to show that any you really don't have to you really can do this in your spare time at least to get started and you know we ask speakers who come on the show who we ask to come on the show like we did with you hey what what might you title this what might you what sort of a headline cuz after all, we are teaching you marketing. So what 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 headline do you want to? Well, we ended up going with uh with the one that we have, but one that you also suggested was when you know you can do more and finally do it. Can you say more about that? Yes. Um so limiting beliefs totally had all that in the beginning. And then I remember making that first commission and and being like, oh my gosh, this is possible. I can do this, you know. So then I went to the next step of making extra money every week. But then whenever you realize that if you just take what you're doing and focus a little bit harder on it, that can multiply. Like, like when you know that you're capable of more because I bought the training, I have the training, I can read and I can listen and I can apply. Everybody's capable of doing those things, right? You've just got to find your thing and go with it. Um, and I will say a big, a big part of, I think what makes people successful is being passionate about what they're doing. Right. So I'm passionate about this because this has changed my life. Like I never, y'all never, ever, ever, for those of y'all listening who have never done anything with your training, this was never in my wheelhouse to quit my job. Like in, in my mind, it was never going to happen for me. Right. But I got passionate about it when I saw that it could change my life. And it did. Like when you when you know what you're capable of, there's so much strength in that. Yeah. And I think so many of us, I can relate to that when you know you can do more and finally do it. I mean, it was just like leading up to the event. Um I had finally made a decision. I was going to, you know, shed off all that extra baby weight that I had gained during pregnancy. Um, and, uh, and you know what, man, I went out in my backyard here at the office and just, you know, started working out, um, you know, pretty much every day and just putting in the work and it, it you know, I felt better. I felt good. It, it wasn't like it was painful. It was actually really, you know, the endorphins, all that stuff was, was pumping. Um, and, and I did it. I, I dropped, you know, I use the event, I use the mastermind as kind of like a, and I'll do that sometimes with person with events. Like I'll, I'll, I'll use them as kind of like a, a, a business milestone. You know how you look up, you look forward to a vacation yeah. or something and you get ready for it and all that. I do the same thing sometimes with events. Like I'll start getting, you know, start working out whatever. And, and I did this last time. And it was like, that was a great example of when, you know, you can do more and you finally do it. Right. Uh, the same thing with with so many areas of my life. And I wonder how many of you are listening that that resonates with. Um, so I want to talk about your your content creation as well, because these were some of the things that you're excited to talk about and that are kind of happening for you right now. Now that we've got all the, you know, hey, y'all, this <laughs> is life changing. OK, Have pay I attention. 
Well, I'm from the South okay. too. Okay, good. I mean, my, my family's from Alabama, so it's in there. I just got to get back oh, around some of my back. people and it, and it, <laughs> and it starts coming out. But, um, so how, how did you get good at content creation? Were you this good when you very first started and how has it evolved for you over the last 20 months? Okay. No, I was not good when I first got started. I feel like if anybody tells you that they might be lying a little bit. Um, it's just trial and error and you've got to figure out what you're comfortable with and what, you know, so many people ask me that same question. What do I talk about? And it's just so easy to just talk about why you got started, like your pain points and like you have to relate to people. I, I talked at the mastermind when I spoke, I did make a mistake in my content. I started speaking to people who had already started making money when I really like, I still have pain points. Like why did I need to start making money? You know, because my daughter plays travel ball and hotels aren't free and we don't want to eat at Taco Bell. We want to eat somewhere else. We want to eat at grapes and get sushi and, you know, extra money. Why do you want extra money? Why do you need extra money? Um, some content tips I will give you all is don't be like everybody else. Like, I mean, you can, it's okay to like, look at what I'm doing or look at what other people are doing and think, okay, that worked for them. That was good for them. But, they're, my word for word video isn't your word for word video. You've got to make it your own, you know, because when people click on that link, it's because they're interested in you at first. They're not, and I don't mean this, they're not interested in Dave at the time. When they click on my link, they're interested in me, you mm. know? So you've got to make your content you, not necessarily about you in a selfish way, but golly, like I was struggling to pay for a vacation and that's why I got started with the $7 training that taught me how to make money online. Start today. Like it doesn't have to be this big production. It just has to be a simple message that will reach people who are feeling it too, you know? Yeah. And usually less is more, right? And by the way, that, that we established this uh, once again, very clearly and powerfully on yesterday's show. Uh, we had, um, Taisha on and, um, and, uh, we were talking about um, we were talking about the the power of uh, that first interaction with that content creator, that marketer out on the internet, and it doesn't matter what product you're what what product you're promoting as an affiliate on the back end, whether it's legendary marketer, whether it's you know Jill's health course, whether it's it doesn't matter that first interaction with you is as or more important than everything else because kind of what you say, they're going to continue to be looking to see if that becomes true or if it's congruent, right? If the message is congruent. And so I think a lot of newbies get on their first few videos and really think that they need to do way more than they need to do. And instead of trying to nail just short little five second videos like the one that you just did and just get good at being concise. We tend to ramble. We tend to just go on and on and think that we need to do the most. And the, the, the content that does the best is always the simplest. Is that, is there anything else that you found that, or has surprised you about what content has done good and what content has, has not really taken off? Well, my first piece of advice is don't try to understand any algorithm because it's not going to make sense to you. But then like, so whenever you make a video, like if you're talking, I, I'll do this in my talking videos because my talking videos 
tend to be my most successful videos because it's me and it's it's just the truth coming out of my mouth. But if I listen to it and I repeat myself two or three times, I delete that because people don't need to hear you recite something in a 30 second video two or three times. You know, like they don't need to hear me say I was broke three times. <laughs> you know, it's it's quick. It's and if it doesn't feel comfortable when you say it, then rewind and say it again in a more comfortable way or don't rewind, but erase and start again. Um, and I don't mean that you should edit your videos a lot because you're going to get more comfortable with them as you go. But um, just just getting to the point is very, very strong, I think, because when people are watching you like on an app like TikTok or Facebook Reels are really very popular for me right now, they're on there to scroll, you know, so you've got to make them stop scrolling. So you don't want to start out your video with, hey, I'm Sarah. I'm from Kentucky. They're, they don't care. They're going right past that. You want to start your video off with like, hey, actually, you don't want to start off with, hey, it's yeah. like I was broke. I found a way to change that. Right. Then, then you've got them, you know, yeah. and then once they start watching your videos, then they might start caring about your story. And I find that people in my lives care more about my story than my than my talking videos. Right. But you've got to you've got to get them quick, you know, so don't start out your videos with, hey, I'm Sarah from Kentucky or hey, I didn't have any money. Like, yeah. it's got to be quick and interesting and grab them. Yeah. If you can say what you're saying with less words, and you just gave a great example. Hey, I used to not have a whole lot of money. I was broke. Boom. You, you know, it's more dramatic. It's faster. And you are, all of us are in a way, a media company, a media marketing company. Now in 2023, that's sort of what all of us are. It's just no, no longer. It's it's not just, you know, um, Time Warner or Warner Brothers or or Pixar or Disney or or Fox or whatever. It's Sarah Thompson, Jay Thompson, Dave Sharp. You know, it's 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 individuals, but those same principles apply. The same the same media principles apply. Right. Commercials. You know, it's that you're we're all doing mini commercials. That's what they are. They're not 30 seconds. It's not a, a not a minute long or two minute long Super Bowl commercial. It's a it's a it's a it's almost a commercial in disguise because most people don't even they're just on the app and you want it to seem like it's just an entertaining edutainment style video that's not really pitching anything, but it is a mini commercial. Right. And back to your point about being concise and to the point. It's, it's, it's something that I've had to work on being a long winded person myself. It's incredibly difficult and you can do it. And, <laughs> and I've been able to do it too. Um, let's talk a little bit about, um, you kind of picking, you know, picking a niche has been something before we move on to maybe email marketing or talking about some of the other stuff that, that, that's exciting to you right now. Um, you know, a lot of people, come in and now we've got an incredible amount of people that are joining our community and it's, it's just getting really exciting. And, you know, everybody doesn't want to do the same thing. Everybody doesn't want to go into the same niche. A lot of people in our community choose to go back into the online marketing or make money online niche because it's who they just were a few months ago or, and that's always an easy thing to talk about or easier. But you know, I'll get on decade in a day and at the beginning be like, who do we have on here? Who's what, 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 what professions, what careers, what jobs? And you'll just start seeing, I mean, even you and your husband, such unique 
expertise. I mean, with the physical therapy and then just his refereeing thing is, is very unique. It's a very unique niche. And, um, and so, you know, a lot of people I think come in and are scared to commit to a niche. They feel like it's a marriage. It's like, oh my God, if I start a TikTok page uh, talking about this, it's what I got to do for the rest of my life. And, uh, and, and so that would be another thing that would just kind of create paralysis, you know, analysis, paralysis by analysis, kind of overanalyzing things. How do you view picking a niche and either sticking with it or moving to a new one or doing multiple niches at the same time? How do you view niche selection? Well, okay, so niche selection is important, but I think a lot of people also get hung up on it. So when I got started, I just wanted to learn how to do digital marketing. And I started out with the brain training for dogs. Okay. I think I did that for like a week and I quickly found that while I was doing okay, everything was working how it was supposed to. I was not at all excited about brain training for dogs. So it's not something that I wanted to stick with because for me, to keep doing something daily, it couldn't be this monotonous. Well, I guess I'm going to tell people about a dog. Like it's not <laughs> passion. Like it's not what I want to do. And so I went back to make money online because, because I could speak about it passionately. And because, you know, I went into healthcare because I wanted to help people. Helping people with money is very helpful, right? Like I want to help people get out of that feeling of working all week and constantly checking your bank account. And then on Friday thinking, whew, I paid the bills and we've got groceries, but dang it, we still can't go to the movies. Like that's a crappy feeling. And so learning how to make extra money every week or every month that can get you out of that rut. Mm. That's, that's what, that's what I could speak about passionately because I felt that. So I always tell my people, it sounds so funny to call them my people, but that's who they are. They're my people. Um, pick a niche that you can speak. Like if you were talking to your best friend about it and you got to really talking about it and you were like, Whew, I have to calm down. Like I get passionate about that. That's your niche. That's oh, I like that. Like, because if you can't talk about it with excitement or with passion, you're, you might do okay with it. I don't know. I wouldn't because I don't want to live that way. That's not what I want to talk about. Yeah. If you get ranting, if you, if the blood starts, you start getting high blood pressure when yeah. you're talking about it, then Listen, yeah. <laughs> Dave, sometimes on my lives, I mean, I get to going and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to calm down. Like, <laughs> I mean, because it can. So pulse and stuff like, holy crap, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're overheating over here. Yeah. I got to calm down as calm a nurse. Down. I know. <laughs> so. so continue on with more thoughts about niche selection and finish your kind of finish your, you know, cause you got a unique, I got, I went crazy about the whole, if you get passionate, I, and I wonder how many people that resonated with, but what, what else? Uh, and I also noticed that you are going into the health niche and kind of doing some kind of, or at least you're thinking about it. I mean, so just, are you married to, to the niche or, or do you, you know, do you view it as, Hey, I can, I can get this going and then I can branch out and do something different without shutting this particular business down. And it really is, or this campaign, right? Because I mean, if you have a campaign or a brand that's going on inside of the make money online niche, 
I mean, basically, you can have as many social media profiles as you want. They're all driving into the same funnel. So if you wanted to, to go into a new niche, you're not, you're, not make, you're not getting a new LLC. You're not starting a new business, right? That's why I'm, I'm walking back that start a new business comment I made a second ago. Because is all you're doing is you're building a new funnel. And then you're, you're, you're creating new social media profiles that are on that specific topic. And now you drive all the traffic from those social media profiles into the funnel on that particular topic. And you literally can rinse and repeat. And I think the biggest mistake that I've seen a lot of marketers make over the years is ruining something to then go start something new. And the trick is, is if this is how you can really build wealth in this industry. And, and you're already on your path to doing that is, is see if you can keep that thing going. If you're going to then branch into a new niche, because if not, you're just starting from scratch again, right? But if you can keep that going and systematize it, repurpose content, sort of like Tyler Wise said a couple of weeks ago on here, he said, hell, I could just post content th through 2023 of all the content that I made in 2022 and 2021, exactly. right? We systematize that more. We add more emails to the series or we maybe edit them or something to improve them or update them. But it really, the beauty of once you set it, you can forget it, at least the funnel part and the, in the email follow-up for at least a significant amount of time and just focus on the marketing and the driving traffic. Um, so that 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 would be that would be kind of, you know, my thoughts on uh, on ten years of of both doing it, but also s seeing people branch out into different niches. But how are you approaching it? So the one of the first things you said was, "Are you married to this niche?" Yes, <laughs> I'm married to Legendary Marketer too. Like just a shout out to y'all and how great your crew was and everything. Like I believe in this. I can talk about this which that's kind of funny. I don't really enjoy talking about it all the time, but like I could make content about making money online all day because it has changed my life. Yeah. To, to add to that, hey. now I'm not going to be working and have more time. Cause I'll say this. Sometimes people will be like, well, how many products are you promoting? I'm like, well, dang, I work a full-time job. Like how many you want me to promote? But right. anyways, in going into the wealth niche, kind of like you, um, I'm going to the beach in July and I want to get healthier. You know, I need to get healthier. I'm 36 now, like I'm not 26 anymore. And so if I'm going to go on that venture, if I'm going to start on a weight loss or whatever, I might as well just film my life while I'm doing it and create a new niche. Like I'm never going to leave the make money online. I don't think ever, um, but I can do another one because I don't mean it's simple. I don't want to deplete the learning process, but all it is, is marketing your life. So I'm just going to film my life. I'm just going to film. I'm trying to drink, you know, four of these bad boys a day, or I'm trying to eat vegetables instead of chips, or, you know, um, my husband eats spaghettios at night and I don't eat anything. <laughs> Things, but it could be as simple as that though i mean one it, of the one of the girls the 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 ladies that i have initially started following many years ago um i can't even remember her name um but i just remember her content and how simple it was she taught me about macronutrients and how to count uh your macronutrients and yeah. that's when i discovered um, um my fitness 
Pal, I think is the the app. It's a free app where you can plug in what you eat throughout the day and it'll count your calories and more as importantly, it'll count your your macronutrients, your protein, your fats and your carbs. And that was so valuable is all she did on that channel. She didn't get get into her personal life. She didn't do a whole lot of like, you know, I mean, she obviously would do some, I remember her, right. but the majority of it was focused on the counting the calories, the teaching people to count calories and count macronutrients and, and showing different, just little, there's so many little tools out nowadays that you can, you can, you know, either track your stuff with, or even just draw things out on a piece of paper. I saw this other video, this, this, this guy was talking about how to find how many calories you burn just throughout the day, your resting kind of, not your resting heart rate, but how many calories you burn without doing anything. Do right? And it was this simple little equation that he broke down and he was just filming it like this. And he was writing down on a piece of paper in front of him. And it was so those little videos of just kind of like, it, imagine every day, just having your camera and just having, sure you could track it in my fitness pal, but you could write it out and just show everybody, Hey, here's what I ate today. Here's how many calories it has here. How many, how many macronutrients it has. And then, you, you know, you, you mix in some, some entertainment with kind of letting people know who you are, but the education is there and it's simple. And you know what, those simple little hacks or tricks, the ones that we all wish we learned in school are oftentimes the ones, the, the things that are easiest for you to do as a content creator are also the things that are easiest and, and the most exciting for people to watch. Do, do you agree with that? Yes. And and that's that's kind of the point. Like people as I've said this before, people don't really want to watch perfect people. You know, I think right. I would rather follow somebody who's and I'm just making these numbers up. Like I weigh 180 pounds. I need to weigh 150 pounds by April. Follow my journey. And I, that's something I would watch instead of, you know, 110 pound person be like here's how i say 110 pounds be like mm. like you're gonna follow the story you know you're gonna follow the process and you're gonna learn with that person so provide education to people as you get education and that's true in the make money online niche as well like when people my friends or people who follow me on social media will message me and ask a question about what i'm doing with my content and so it's just educating people on what you know and be willing to learn what you don't know yeah. and just honest that and being real that and not, people and not trying to act like you know it all right no that's actually very annoying to me is when people try to act like they know it all like because what i knew 20 months ago when i got started so many things have changed since then like you have to have a mind that's willing to learn from people and to constantly look and be willing to change like be willing to change what you're doing to like i totally redid my emails um, and yeah. I've seen, tell us about those. I was actually just about to ask. Okay. So, and it's a little, I mean, I don't say, I shouldn't say embarrassed until the mastermind. I'd never really changed my email sequence at all. And I'd done it for like 18 months. I had never, it was working okay for me, you know? Um, but none of those emails were really me, you know, like they were good and they were catchy and I felt like people read them, but they weren't me. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to start playing with this a little bit. Um, and now I have so many more people and I'm sorry, I'll go back to what I changed in my emails. My emails are all about me. 
because like I said a minute ago, people click that link because of you, not because of Dave or Legendary or the $7 chance. They click the link because they were interested in you and what you were doing. So I seriously just tell my story in my emails. Um, and I'm just like, you know, I remember that feeling or I can go back to that. And I was there and this is what I did. And this is how I did it. You know, like even a day in the life of what I did or what I do in my emails to just customize them to me. And I get so many responses to my emails now that like I can have a conversation with people, you know, because yeah. when I was sending emails that weren't me, I think people know that. So you've <laughs> got to make your emails more about you. And yeah. And ask people for their feedback in your emails as well. Like, are you stuck? What are you stuck on? How can I help you? That's a big one. And that really helps your email delivery. Some of you are wondering, oh my God, are my emails going into spam? Maybe and probably. And the way that you prevent that from happening in the way that you, um, the way that you uh, keep your email address healthy in the eyes of the ISPs, the ISPs, the internet, the internet service providers, um, is like, you know, these, these robots, this, that's what they're all, that's what these, you know, Gmail, for example, looks at. And how, how do you think that they, you know, sometimes what I'm about to do is I'm about, I'm about to think of this from a common sense perspective, which I know is not that common. It's going to sound like some scientific shit, but it's not, it's really just some straight up common sense. So if you think about Google, right, and they've built this inbox, this email thing, right, and they allow everybody to have an email address, but there's billions of emails that are being sent every day, and it's their job to only put the 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 real emails in your inbox and then to filter all the spam emails into your junk folder. Well, how many different variables do you think that they have? to be able to tell if something is spam or if something's real. Right. I, I mean, I don't really know, but one big ass variable is if messages only are outgoing from your email address and nothing's ever coming back to you. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, it's a, it's a big sure sign that, you know, Hey, this is just a spam blasting this email address that you're using in your Aweber autoresponder, whatever it is, if it's only ever outbounding messages in Gmail or Google is looking at that and saying, hmm, okay, there's nothing that's ever being replied to and there's no interaction. There's only incoming, no sending. So one of the the, the best emails um, it is just one that, as you said, piggybacking on your wisdom, that gets people to respond back and it doesn't have to be a long one. It can oftentimes be a, there's actually a section in um, the affiliate marketing business blueprint called uh, the nine word email that revives dead leads. This was something that I learned from Dean Jackson. He's another wonderful marketer that did a podcast called I love marketing with a guy named Joe Polish. Uh, and it's just, Hey, Sarah, are you still interested in making money online? Question mark. <laughs> It's not, it's just when people get that message versus only emails that are talking at them, you'd be amazed by the tendency that people have to just hit reply and just say, yes, I am or something. And even if you don't make a sale from that, it makes you A, look approachable and B, helps your email 
score and and will will help you inbox a lot more. Uh yeah, I agree. And I didn't really realize how important doing that was until I did it and got results from it. So yeah, email it's a big thing. Y'all are if you're paying for an email autoresponder, you need to use it to your advantage. You know, it's not just something that you do once and never look back at. Um, it's something that you need to grow because that's your that those are your people. Yeah, those are the people that gave you their email and said, Hey, I want to learn more from you, I want to hear more from you. And so let's kind of transition into something else that you're excited about, which is personalizing your responses and stuff to people. Is that mainly something that you're doing more on in email or, or is that also, is that also spilling over to DMS and so forth? And how do you manage? I'm sure the absolute avalanche of direct messages that you get. Oh, uh, that's, that's hard. So First of all, with the emails, yes, I personalize, I personalize my responses to that. And the people on my email list know that I check my emails in the morning. So a lot of times they'll be like, I sent you an email. Like if they're on my live, they'll be like, I sent you an email. I'll hear back from you in the morning because they know I'm going to respond. Like they're going to get, they're going to get my attention. Like they've got me. You know, I tell people all the time, if you sign up with me, if you're on my email list, I'm, I'm going to be there for you. And that, that resonates with people. They want a personal connection. Yeah. And, um, like on even Facebook. if they don't use it, even if they don't use it, the idea that somebody's there, uh -huh. that's really important. Uh, we found that with people that work inside on our team that we bring on as, as business plan advisors or, or especially all of our students here and clients in our community, that, that support piece. So what I found is that uh, making that known is important and just people knowing it, that you're there and that you're not going to take their money and run or that you're, they're not going to sign up for whatever you're recommending and just, you know, disappear, you know, delete your, your, your TikTok account tomorrow and fall off the face Thanks. of the earth. It's just, it's like an abandonment thing. People just don't want, they're, they're afraid to be kind of left in the, in the, you know, in the cold, I guess, for lack of better terms, like to be left on their own. And so uh, I, I like that you pointed that out. Uh, continue and sorry for interrupting. Oh, no, that's that's fine. Um, I will say I didn't have anybody when I got started. Like I was like alone in the desert. And so giving people help and support is very important. Um, and then as far as like on Facebook responding to people, you know, there's comments that just say info and I'll just type info out. But if somebody asks me a good question, I'll get in their DMs and I will like if Dave asks me a question, I'll be, I can be like, Hey Dave, I just saw your question. Here's my response. You know, like you are a person. And so many people say, I'm so glad you didn't just send me an automated response to that. Like they want to see that you're a person. Now I am not a pro at how to deal with all the questions and comments because I had a Facebook reel get 6 million views with over a thousand comments. And, um, I don't yeah. have an answer. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, you know, like on the way home from the mastermind, actually, I drove from the airport. It was a three hour drive. And all Jay did was respond to comments for me on the way home because he is my support dude. Love that man. But it, it could, it can consume your time. Um, you just kind of have to realize which leads to, to nurture. Yeah. You know? Great point. And, and I'll also say that like, if you put clear instructions on this, on your video or on your screen, and then you type them in your caption or in your comments and people can't follow that direction, it's kind of like, well, but I don't know how to help you. Like, I, and I don't mean to sound like I'm going to leave them in the dust, but 
like, if you can't do that, like, I don't think I can help you. Or, you know, sometimes I get questions and I don't, I don't even know if this is right, Dave, you can correct me, but they want to ask me questions. They took the challenge and they would ask me questions. And sometimes I'm like, Hey, I'll help you, but that's all in the training. Like you need right. to watch the training. Yeah. Like, you, you've got to, you know, you want to know. Explaining this to my son yesterday. Huh? I was just explaining this to my son yesterday. I was like, Hey, look, Look, man, I mean, this is the reason why I, 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 I created all this training was so I don't have to repeat myself a million times. You know, he was yeah. like, well, I want to improve my writing skills. I'm like, OK, you know, and he works here and it's like, well, I got lots of training on that and you can watch the training and then we'll have something to talk about. But otherwise, we don't really have anything to talk about because I'm not willing to repeat myself even to you. Right. Because I've already create. I can't say it better than I did in the video because I was actually like really present when I record the video, had notes. I promise you I didn't miss anything. If we're talking here, I'm dealing. I'm sitting here. I'm walking my dog. I'm on the bathroom. You want me to DM you and explain everything to you? It's like, look, and, and I'm talking about my son. So so you damn sure know that I'm not going to coddle some grown man who, as you as you just pointed out, can't follow a simple instruction. So there's two pieces to it, I think. Number one, I got to make sure my marketing is clear on my, as you said, if I'm getting a bunch of people DMing me, then something is unclear, as you pointed out, and I can get more clear. I need to build systems and marketing campaigns that the majority of people, 90% of people don't have any questions about. And you know what? The 10% of people who are info, you know, is this real? I'm going to say this to everybody. They're not buyers. Exactly. They're not buyers. So don't, they're not going to buy no matter what. And, and, and you know what, if you do spend your time explaining, likely they're going to come back with some sort of an argument mm -hmm. because they're an arg, they're an, they're an argumentative type of personality and they're looking to try to poke holes or people yeah. have all kinds of different motivations. And that's going to zap your time and it's going to steal your joy. I did a Bible study on not letting people steal your joy. So like you want to nurture the leads <clears throat> that are nurturable people who are, are looking to fight with you or looking for you to prove yourself. Like <clears throat> they're welcome to stay and watch your videos, but I've proved it too much. I'm not here to prove it to you. I'm here to share something with you. Like yeah. it's my job to, you know, make you believe me. Like, I just choose, choose the people that choose you, you know, and, and, and don't, this is something that I'm having to constantly remind myself in others inside of legendary is that just because one person or two people have an issue doesn't mean that, that we need to change something. It just means that those are the loud problems and those are what you hear, but all throughout the day, there's people consuming training, going through, taking action, buying, et cetera, et cetera. And we're going to stop everything to, you know, to kind of, um, you know, take this person who uh, is, you know, when we dig, we always find that the person didn't put in the work or the person didn't, didn't read something or that, you know, it's always, it's always from somebody who, who wasn't willing to take responsibility for their own kind of process. And we're all adults here, you know, yeah. we're all adults all there. And it's funny, like how people in my community, I live in a small town 
they'll be like, Sarah, come over here and tell me what you're doing to make money online. And I'll be like, I'll explain it to you a little bit, but I'm going to refer you to the $7 training I took. Like, it's like everybody thinks it's like one little thing that I can teach them in five minutes. And I'm like, no, it's, it's legit. Like, yeah. take the $7 training. That's exactly what I did. And my sister-in-law's doing it right now. My best friend's doing it right now. And I referred them to the $7 training, just like I would anybody else. And I helped them just like I would help anybody else. Right. And that, that is such, that's a plug and play approach to any niche in any product, by the way, you never make your, especially as the guru, but not even as the coach or excuse me, especially as the affiliate, when you're not the guru or you're not right, you don't want to become the person with all the answers, right? Mm -hmm. You, because then people are going to be messaging you with a thousand questions, right? So there's an element of being an affiliate to where look, Hey, I'm, I'm, I don't know it all. I'm still learning too. And I see people who, this is such a common question. What do you do? How do you create content before you've made money? Mm. Well, the same way that you create content in any niche before you've before, even if you don't have experience, copywriters and marketers, marketing firms, marketing agencies all over the world get hired every day to create marketing messages, campaigns, commercials, and billboards. And they, they, they apply marketing messaging. They don't make it about them. They don't, they don't get on the billboard and talk about them. They get on the billboard, the commercial, the TikTok video, whatever, and they talk about the person. Okay. Hey, I was broke and I looked for a solution. I found one. Are you broke? If so, let me tell you about how to change your life in the next 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I just that the only thing I did was I said, I was broke. I found a solution. I don't have to go into when I, when I feel the need to go into my personal finances and justify and explain myself to every single person about why I'm doing something, I'm only projecting my lack onto the world. I'm projecting my insecurity and I'm, 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 I'm projecting the way that I feel onto my clients. And I have to be able to set that aside. I have to be able to set my own personal feelings and limiting beliefs aside and just serve the person by creating content that's relevant to them. Not a, I, I don't have, and as you saw with Sarah and the majority of people nowadays are really learning how to market by creating interesting content, not just slapping screenshots in, in, you know, just putting your bank account in people's face every day. It, it, you know, we don't, there's other ways to do it. And, um, and what would be your best piece of advice for, for advice for somebody who's brand new, whether they're going to be in the make money online niche or a different niche? Obviously, you can speak to your experience, um, but who feels, again, inadequate or who feels like, hey, I'm a little insecure. I don't have a whole bunch of experience or results on this, in, you know, in this particular doing this particular thing or whatever. How can I still talk confidently about it? What's your perspective? Well, first of all, you've, you've got to have a product that you can talk confidently about. You know, like I said, you've got to be passionate about it in some way, shape or form, whether you've had success making money with it or not, you need to be able to speak passionately about it. And I use this example in my lives all the time when I tell people how to start a thing on Amazon. If you want to start promoting on Amazon, if I wanted to promote this Bible, golly, there's content for days in this Bible. And I bought it on Amazon, you know, like you've got to be able to talk about the product that you're promoting somehow whether you're saying I've made money with it or not, you know, you've got to know a little bit about what you're promoting and why you wanted to promote it. Right. So 
make money online. If you haven't made a dime yet and you're trying to make your first video, you don't have to, don't ever lie in your content. If I'm looking directly at the camera to y'all, don't ever lie to people in your content. It will wrap you up in trouble. Be honest. Like I showed videos when I was at the mastermind of my content of me walking at my daughter's softball practice. And I'm like, I don't know what y'all are doing today, but I'm watching my daughter play softball. And I started this online business. that's going to allow me to make money online when I'm not even working. Link in bio. Like I hadn't made a dime when I made that video, but I knew I had found a way to make money that way. So take what's in the training, take what's in the 15 day business builder challenge, take what something I said on here that triggered you, you know, like, you could even like Amy Hires tells me all the times that she used to tell my story in her lives. Like tell somebody else's story. Yeah. Great. Tell somebody else's story. You know, like Sarah was a full-time healthcare worker and burnout and just wanted to make $500 a month. And now she's making a lot more than that. You know, right. Don't lie is big advice for me because you're going to lie to your people and it just sends a bad message to the whole community. If you lie. Yeah. And you don't, and you don't need to, there's so many different ways, um, to, to, to be creative and to provide value without making it about yourself. Um, and without giving specifics about your finances, um, talking, talking about things that are more important and powerful and emotionally, um, pulling yeah. like yesterday we talked, I talked about with Taisha about coming home to your family. I loved her vibe by the way. I yeah, she was on fire. She I is on fire. Um, but that that message, hey, I want to come home to my family. Mm -hmm. I'm tired, you know. And imagine just ranting. You want to talk about like if you're passionate, you, you you're in you're in your car in the job parking lot, and you're saying, hey, that's what I do. <laughs> I'm at a job now, but this job ain't going to be the job I'm going to be working at forever because I want to come home to my family. This is what I'm doing about it. And then you go right into talking about them, them. This is what I'm doing, right? Boom. Take, I took a course. I did X, Y, Z. I'm applying the strategies. If you want to apply the strategies too. Yeah. And then you're called to action, right? And go ahead. Got something else too. S something that I feel, and may, I could be wrong in this, but I think sometimes people feel like every video has to be totally different from the one they posted before. Your message can be the same in every video, just set a different way. Because I said at the mastermind, only 100 people watched that video and only three people liked it. So say it again. Say it again. Like, right. it, it's you don't have to come up with this unique story every single time because it's really just the same message repeated differently. Yeah, it, it's not it's not big. It's very concise. It's very concise. So don't feel all the pressure to come up with 500 different storylines to make 500 different videos. Your message is the same. I needed to lose weight. So I started counting my calories and I used this app. It's a very simple, straightforward message. Repeat it two or three times a day. Yeah. Yeah. That's I wanted to tell everybody I got your TikTok handle. Jay's in, out here advocating for you in the oh. comments. I got your TikTok handle wrong here. So I hope <laughs> it's right. Jay's refereeing out here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Holding pass interference. <laughs> Block the back. Block the oh, man. Yeah. No, Joe. Hey, what's going on? The same message said differently each time. Yes. It, it, it really, you don't have to come up with a different, 
unique. We always think we have to come up with original ideas, right? Or we have to say, as you said, something different. And I love that. How can you say the same thing 50 different times? And now that we have tools, you know, out here on the internet, uh, we, t we, we spend a couple of hours, uh, on decade in a day last week going, well, you were on it actually, uh, going through some of this artificial intelligence that, you know, you can plug in a topic and say, give me 10 different variations to, to say the same thing. And, uh, uh, it'll give you variations or you could, you know, you could, of course, um, say the same thing in a different location. People would not remember or notice. They don't because, know. Yeah. No. Have you ever gotten a comment where somebody was like, you're saying the same thing you did in that other video? It, it's never happened. Yeah. Can I get you to talk about the mastermind a little bit and what your experience was? What, what did you go there looking <laughs> for? What did you get? And what was that like for you and Jay? I could. I could talk about the mastermind for days because it was a game changer for me, honestly. Like if you were to look at my numbers or research my numbers, the mastermind was a catalyst for me. It got my butt in gear. It, um, I think all of us can kind of make a little excuses um, as to why we're not doing something, but just to be around, the, first of all, the value in being around like-minded people was so refreshing. Like, just to meet people who thought the same way you did, because in my small town here, like nobody here is really doing what I'm doing. And they probably also think it's a scam. You know, these people all did it and, and, and know the value of it and know that it can go even farther and bigger. It like expanded your thinking. Um, second of all, like networking, um, like I told Joanne, I made lifelong friends there. Like, my girls and my little group chat that we've got and all of us, me and Amy and Emily had a blast together at that mastermind. Like, and to get to know them on a different level was so valuable. And the networking. Um, also, something I learned there that I didn't know. So just for everybody that doesn't know this about Legendary, everybody that works for Legendary, they want to see you succeed. Okay. So like I was blown away. At like, I can, and I'm, I'm just going to say Grant, because that's who did it. Like, he just sat down beside me and he was like, hey, have you ever thought about doing this in your marketing? I didn't ask him to do that. Like, he just wanted to help me, genuinely wanted to help me. Or like, sigh. He was like, Sarah, come here and sit down with me. We're going to look at something. Because the people employed by Legendary and the people who are going to be involved in these masterminds, they want to see you succeed. They want to help you succeed. They're not doing the mastermind for to pat themselves on the back. Like they're doing the mastermind to help you grow. And that is exactly what I did y'all after I went to the mastermind. Like it just, just I've made in this week, what I used to hope to make in six weeks sometimes. Like I, it, it like set me on fire. And then the value of my husband being there was really amazing too. You know, he he could tell a great story as to that he thought he was going to come and work on his online business and maybe play spades or chess. He plays chess on his phone. And instead, he was the one who was like, holy crap, Sarah, do you know how big this could be? And I'm like, I've been doing it for a year and a half, Jay. I do know. And so now, like, he's like my business partner. Like, he's he wants to be a part of this. I told Joanne, like, I think he's more of a he's not going to be on the front end. He'll be on the back inside of it like he's technical and he loves all that stuff but the mastermind 
was an invaluable experience to me. I really that. that oh, I thought you said, sorry. I really thought I was going to go there and speak and not be fed. Yeah. Reason, but I got so much out of being there. So much out of being. I can't even. I really. I could talk about it for days. I came back high, like we made friends and people want to help you. And it's just this amazing thing. So thank you for having me there. I want to come back. Yeah. I mean, it was a blast. I, I, you did, you also did speak and that was really, really, really great. Uh, You kicked the, I think Saturday morning session off. And I mean, what was that like for you to just get up there and just absolutely crush it like you did? And I don't mean crush it because you did anything that was like, like superhuman. You just got up there and you just, you, you did, you gave incredible value. You were yourself and everybody loved you for it. What was that like for you? Well, so before I wasn't that nervous and I don't really know why I wasn't that nervous. Cause I had never spoken before, like n- never been invited to be a speaker anywhere. Like none of that. Um, but once you get up there and you just see that everybody there, everybody's heading in the same direction. We all just want to make our lives a little bit better than it was yesterday with what we're doing in our marketing, you know? And so just telling my story about things that have worked for me, Um, And like when people interact with you after that, like are people that came up to me after I spoke and told me the things that I said that resonated with them, like it was just it was awesome. It was awesome to be asked to speak there because I think I said it like I was extremely humbled by that. Like it was it was just an amazing experience. I don't I don't know how else to like sum it all up, like being up there and talking to those people. It was amazing. Like I said want to come back i'm so ready because i've learned so much since i was even there like i've changed since i was there i changed a lot about what i was doing to make it better yeah well it's it's odd because you we we when you're going through you know a uh getting involved with something and you're thinking geez um i don't know like right now we've been we've been up until this point uh you know, the mastermind is a, you know, a $2,000 upgrade. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, I've been, I've been in this industry for, for 10 years and, you know, $2,000 for a mastermind event like that, you know, these, these sort of experiences are being sold uh, for 10, $20,000. Right. I mean, and, and I, I, I asked everybody, I think it was like, the middle of the first day or whatever I was like. So what you thinking about that two two thousand dollar ticket price point? Like is that how you feeling about that right now? Just just asked everybody right in front of the entire crowd, you know? Uh and because I already knew what the answer was. I already knew what the answer was. It's a steal. <laughs> it, it's it is a steal. And it's it's I wonder if you could just speak briefly about and then we'll talk about the spousal support piece and then we'll wrap up. I wonder if you could just talk briefly about how big that cost feels when you're spending it, but how much of an investment and in how much payoff you realize that you got 
from that, from investing in yourself and how easy it is, as Taisha said yesterday, to spend $1,400 on, on an iPhone and, and how hard it is to spend a few grand on ourselves to go and immerse ourselves in, in a learning experience. Do, do you have a different perspective on money and investing in yourself now than when you started? Obviously, yes. First of all, because it happened for me. The, the mastermind was a catalyst in me taking my business to the next level. Like, and I don't like to make income claims, but y'all, that's what changed for me. It was just little things that I picked up while I was there. And to think that that event is only $2,000, like th that's a steal. I'm telling you, like, you're going to get to meet other people and not just know them on their social media networks. You're going to get to talk to them in person. You're going to get to share a meal outside with them. You know, you're going to get to talk to legendary staff members. Like I didn't know when I walked in the mansion, um, you know, Abigail came up and hugged me and I was like, hi, Abigail. And she was like, you're here. Yay. And it's like, you're a part of the legendary community, but once you go to the mastermind, you're a part of the family. Like, like when I saw Joanne's face this morning, I was like, hey, how are you doing? Like, Joanne has three kids. I remember that. Like, and I met, um, you know, so many, I don't want to keep saying people's names that I met there, but that relationship, even built in those, those two days is so valuable to me now. And to know that, like, we all just want to help each other. And that $2,000 price point for that, it just kind of blows my mind because my business since then has done way bigger than that. It's it's well, kind of like when people ask me about investing in the blueprints. I'm like, yeah, they're a steal. I know it's a high price point, but looking back, they should be valued at, they should be priced much higher. Like, yeah, it, it's, I, I could talk about how valuable the mastermind was to me and my business all day. It was amazing. And it was for me too. You know, uh, I get so much because that's why it's not the Dave Sharp guru seminar uh, because I'm there to learn as well. I mean, I'm there to, to sit and, and listen and facilitate and, uh, ask questions and, uh, answer questions, uh, not just, you know, get up there and do a guru rant, uh, for three days, uh, with a big pitch to run to the back of the table at the end of the event. Um, you know, which is what every other seminar in every other, uh, and it's, it's, uh, be, you know, most companies have to do that. They have to, uh, that's their business model. Um, and it's not a, it's not a wrong business model to do events and then have the whole goal of it to just get as many people to run to the back of the table and sign up for the next thing as you can. But I've been through that enough personally as an audience member myself, um, with even some of my heroes in this industry. And, uh, it wasn't an enjoyable experience for me, you know, and we've, this company has been financially healthy, uh, from the day we started and we still are today without needing to do all of those gimmicks, you know, without needing to, um, without needing on every single, you know, opportunity to hawk a new thing. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that it, sometimes it takes away from the experience. Well, and I'll say this, two more things. Y'all didn't sell us anything at the mastermind. Like it was all about us and what we could put in. Like there was no sales pitch at the end unless I missed it. Like the sales pitch was getting there. 
And then once you were there, it was all about what do I need or what am I gaining? It wasn't about buying something else from Dave. Like it was totally about what can Dave teach you or what can Dave's staff teach teach you. And like the the legendary staff, Dave, kudos to you. I think I even asked Abigail, like, how are y'all all so awesome? Like they are all like the support staff. I met Christy. Like she's like, yeah, tell people I'm here because that's really my job. I really want to help. And that's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. It just was something that I really took away from that. And that's why I said earlier, like I am married to legendary because legendary has proven itself to me as a company. Like they're not going to sell you a product and leave you. They, they want you to succeed. If y'all wanted to do that, y'all would give me access to the same decade in the day I took in May of 2021 and say, there you go, Sarah. Hope you, hope you appreciate that purchase. But instead I got to listen in while my husband sat in on it Friday. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, or they could sell you virtual masterminds with me speaking over and over and over for the same year, but you don't do that. Like it's just so valuable. And the staff and legendary staff is going to support you and help you. And they want to see you succeed. And that's another reason why it's such a good an affiliate, why it's such a good affiliate company is because of the help there. Sorry. I feel like I'm just blowing y'all up and ranting about it, but I'm like, stop it, stop it, <laughs> stop. stop it. It's the truth. It's the truth. And you can ask anybody that I've talked to since then. That part blew my mind. That yeah. It really did. Well, we 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 really want to try to have the company that we teach about, you know, and that's kind of one of the goals. It's sort of like if you're if the plumber's got nothing but leaks inside of his house, do you really want that guy working on your plumbing? You know, so. <laughs> coming to events oftentimes with some of these gurus that we're choosing to, you know, throw all of our money uh, into some course or some training or something. Well, Hey, it's not a bad thing. Come meet the, come meet the person, see if they are who they say they are. Right. And that's one of the reasons why I started doing this show is because any old person could write a scripted ad, but if I'm going to, you know, have a company, found a company and say, Hey, this, you know, I want to sell courses and we're a safe community. Well, let's hear from the leader every day. Let's hear from the leader. Let's hear what he's got to say. All right, cool. You know, and that wasn't something that uh, I did because other gurus were doing it. It's something that I did because it's, it's been the right thing to do. You know, this is an industry traditionally that's riddled with skepticism, that's riddled with, um, scammers, honestly, you know, we, we see them every day inside of our Facebook group. And by the way, all of you who are new or, you know, if you have people that are hitting you up or trying to seed, so, uh, plant little seeds of doubt inside of your head because they want to sell you something else and they're meeting you inside of our Facebook group, you know, that's what I'm, that's, that's who I'm talking about, you know? And so we're, I, I, my hope and vision is that legendary becomes, uh, 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 you know, apart from kind of these, these internet kind of goons, you know, these, these, you know, these, these here today, gone tomorrow type of cats. And, and that ultimately it's, it just continues to be less and less about me personally and more, more about this amazing team that we have internally and also all of our amazing uh, students. And so finally, let's wrap up talking a little bit about spousal support, a little bit about kind of what that journey has been like for you and some tips that you have, because I could easily see that some people might be sitting here listening and saying, well, I didn't have my spouse's support from the beginning or don't have it now, 
whatever. So I'd asked all of you to try to listen to the things that you can relate to instead of just picking apart the things that, that don't relate to you. It's, I call it, you know, eat the meat, leave the bones, right? Let it fly. If it doesn't apply, what has that journey been like for you and Jay over the past 20 months? So Jay, like I said, he's always been supportive. Um, in our relationship, I'm the one that deals with the money and he's the one who spends the money. Um, so when I told him, <laughs> that's just, Dave, that's just real. Um, when I told him that I wanted to do this, I mean, I think that he probably looked at me and he was like, do you think you can do it? And I'm like, yeah, I know I can do it. Like when I bought the blueprints and he was like, okay, go for it. And he is just always, even outside of legendary though, he is my helper. It's not a, I do this and you do that. It's a, if I need to go live, he'll pick up the slack and vice versa. But that goes both ways. That's a two-way street, um, supporting your spouse and what they're doing. Um, but Jay, um, at the mastermind, like so many people told me, because, you know, I didn't really look at Jay. They were like, you should have seen Jay's face while you were talking. Like, he's proud of me, you know, and obviously because I've, I've you know, padded our bank account a little bit. But he supports me. And now when you actually can bring your spouse into what you're doing a little bit, because Jay has never been for it because he doesn't want to be on video, right? Like he sees that I made money doing it, but he didn't want to be on video. But now he sees there's so much more to it than just me putting content out there. Like he's like, I can make a sales funnel. I can link that up. There's more to it than just the front end. So let's say you're comfortable making content but your husband's really comfortable answering questions. Like that's a big thing. And people have been messaging me lately asking why my lives hold so many people. And I think it's because Jay's on there moderating for me. Yeah. He's answering questions as they come in. He's on He's here talking. moderating for us right now, for God's sake. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not looking at the comments. I can't imagine what he's, he's on fire. He's always on fire, <laughs> but he, he, and he blocks people that don't. That's another thing block people who are going to hate you. Uh, that's just other people say engage with them. I don't, I just get rid of them. I don't need a joy stealer in my life. I ain't got time for that. But having my spouse's support was very valuable. And like Alex even talked about it during his talk, like mm -hmm. being encouraging of your spouse while they're doing other things. Um, and if you don't have a spouse that supports you, like maybe just ask them for a grace period, you know, be like, listen, I know that you're not on board with this, but I am. Can you give me two months? Can you just for two months, you know, see, see what happens for me and support me in this and just see where it goes. You know, like I didn't have that. So I can't give great advice to that. I can tell you if you're a spouse listening and your, your wife or husband's going for this support them. Cause they could do great things. Like if Jay's on here, I guarantee you, he's already said every time I get a big commission, he's like, Jay's going to the home Depot. And I'm like, no, you ain't. Like, that's what he says. This Dave, you need to kick fire. him out of the group because he'll call me and he'll be like, hey, Sarah, you made a commission. I'm like, dang it. We're not spending that money, Jay. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he's great. He's great. He's, and, he great. and he loved all y'all. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's it's a process. It's a process to uh, to enroll. Uh, people who are important to you into your vision. And you have to be very, very, very um, picky and choosy about who you're going to try to uh, enroll. you right. I mean, spouse. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. That's a pretty good person to invest in. Yeah. Um, you know, mother-in-law, mother, aunt, friends. Uh, 
you know, I don't know. I, 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 I can't say that I'm going to co-sign that one because I didn't even tell um, yeah, it, it's, it's not even necessary. A lot of times when I'm doing that, I'm simply looking for other people's validation and I don't need it. I need to learn how to validate myself. I need to learn how to, as you said, um, uh, know that I can do more and then just finally do it. Yeah. Sarah, um, I'm going to give you the final thoughts, being aware that even though you're you're in your home office and doing your thing at home today, I know you're busy. So take us home. Take us home with some final thoughts. There was one thing I said in my presentation at the Mastermind. I believe it's a Steve Harvey quote. And it says, do you want to squash a dream? Tell a small minded person a big dream. Like, so if y'all have big dreams, you've got to dream big, right? Make a big goal. So make a reasonable goal. I'm a reasonable person, y'all. I'm a realist. I'm not a dreamer, okay? Um, I set a goal at the Mastermind on December the 4th, and I crushed that goal in the first week in January, and I, I thought it would take me a year, okay? So it's okay to be realistic, and it's okay to set realistic goals, but also allow yourself to dream a little bit and let give yourself confidence in knowing that you have the tools to do this, okay? You've got people that are going to support you to do this, so go after it. Go do it. Like, don't just watch all these wake up legendaries and absorb, absorb, absorb and never put it into action. you got to go, you know, and you can't look back at what you haven't done. you got to get over that. We're, don't look back. We're not going that way. Like, you, you've got to stop doing that. you got to stop yeah. beating yourself up. Like, I, I could beat myself up for all the things I didn't do when I could have been doing them when I was. I was still having success, but y'all, I'm having a lot more success now because of just little things I'm doing. So just y'all got everything you need. Just go do it. And you've got this company here that wants to help you and wants to support you. And you've got, you know, like I have friends that we celebrate each other's successes. Like have that, find somebody like that. If you're starting out, go to that legendary group. And I'm just going to say her name and she's going to hate me for it because she's a Jasmine Jenkins is my friend. She's starting out new. And find Jasmine if y'all are new and y'all support each other. Talk to each other. Bounce ideas off of each other. This is a community. We're not competing. We're a community. Like, go do it, y'all. Just go do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it. And you know you can do it. Yeah. And it's a beautiful feeling when you do something that you know you can finally do. And that's just me taking your your quotes and your words and repeating them back. And uh, it feels good to hear that, that truth, right? Instead of talking down to yourself or living in that, that sort of limiting belief, everything is impossible to start looking at things like that's doable. And then when you take action, as you said, you begin to crush goals as you've done so far just this year. Yeah. And then your vision and your confidence grows more. And that's where you really start to create unstoppable success to where you couldn't, you couldn't shut it off. You don't know how to be broke anymore. You don't know how to be unsuccessful anymore. You just don't because it's, it's that whole sitting in your pity on the pity pot and in, in, in saying either poor me or I'm helpless or I can't do this or glad it works for them, but it doesn't work for me. Whatever your soundtrack is mm -hmm. that you play whenever things get hard, 
you can easily just take that record off the record player. Yeah, stop and, listening to that. Yeah, and start listening to the Sarah Thompson record, oh. right? Or the Taisha record. She said yesterday, hey, I listen to my own book. I, I record affirmations and then listen. Because there's nothing more powerful than when you start to hear your own mouth talking some real smack about how you're going to attack the day and go and crush your goals. And it's just as inspiring to hear it from other people. So if you don't you know, believe it yet yourself, say it anyways, and then listen to this show and hear other people say it every single day. And you will eventually believe it, whether you like it or not. The same way that if you sat there and somebody told you you were a dog, a piece of you know what, every single day, you'd eventually start to believe that too, right? Yeah. All of it. Block, block, block. All right, Sarah. Hey, it was so good to hang out again. Good to see you, Dave. And I look forward to the next session, okay? Thanks. See you later. Stay Bye, legendary. <laughs> All right, my friends. You can go follow her at Make Money with Sarah underscore T. And that's over on TikTok. Make Money with Sarah underscore T. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean... I'm, I'm fired up. If you're not fired up, check your pulse and uh, come back and see us tomorrow. Uh, we're here every day. If you're brand new, I saw some comments. I want to do this. I don't even know what it is. Well, just, you know, keep, keep listening. Yeah. Uh, see if you can take that excitement and put it to work. Right. And when you put it to work and you channel that, that you know, even that anxiety, it doesn't matter what the feeling is channel into something productive. And that is how you can make 2023 your best year ever as well. Be legendary, my friends. Be great. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Get out of here.